What's going on in the end, podcast family? Listen, it's been a minute, bro. Oh my goodness. I am super, super excited to be back on the pod. And we decided why not come back swinging? Why not come back with a banger? We're talking about pride today. Um, I'm super geeked about it. We ain't done this in a while. It's been it's been months, bro. Five, six months. We we both been in our bag. Janet is back here. He's killing himself right now. He over here. He's behind the camera right now. He got me so weak, yo. Anyways, we talking about pride today. I did a poll on my Instagram story, and that was the one that won. And so, in our initial episode back, let's talk about it. Yeah, for anyone who does not know, Mike is my dog. Me and Mike have been friends since high school. Um, and, you know, after high school, we sort of reconnected. And it's been it's been a brothership ever since. Um, and so Mike is my co-host. Mike is born and bred right here in the bull. You already know how we get down. Um, so, yeah, he's my brother, my brother in Christ, my dog. If you don't already, go follow Mike Harris on Instagram, Mike Harris Official. If you hear from my Instagram, go follow Eat the Scroll. <laughs> All right, we're talking about pride today. I think it's I, I think it's a very important topic because I think it's one of the downfalls of our generation. Yeah. It's one of the things that our generation wrestles with a lot, and they're not even cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has become subconscious at this level yeah. um, because it's it's widespread all throughout social media. This level of arrogance and entitlement that people feel. And it and it blows my mind because it's almost like we have confused pride and arrogance with self worth. Yeah, and confidence. So exactly. Yeah. So now, now it's not I'm prideful, I'm arrogant. It's well, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So now everybody think, everybody and their mama think that. Okay. Can I come back swinging? Is this okay? Go ahead. Bro. Let me back up. So now, everybody and their mama think that every man that they should be with mm. yeah, he swung. <laughs> should, should take care of their entire life. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and you don't even got a job. Mm. You want a man to take care of you, but you can't keep your hair done. <laughs> God. Oh. So, so we have now developed this, this, this subconscious thought of what we think we deserve. And I think it's the it, I know it's the enemy using the same trap that he fell into, trying to get us to fall into it. Mm-hmm. Because let's think about it. When Lucifer fell, the reason why he fell was because he thought he deserved worship. Yeah. yeah. So he believed that the worship that God was receiving was worship that he should mm-hmm. be receiving. And I believe God. that that is what our generation does. Mm-hmm. We fall into this comparison trap. And this comparison lie of what we think we deserve, not understanding that God has already ordered our steps. So if he has ordered your steps, that means that the way in which your life is to be played out Mm -hmm. is for your specific life. You don't have to believe that your life needs to be someone else's Mm -hmm. for you to live in peace, Mm -hmm. for you to live in contentment. But what the enemy does is he makes us feel justified. Mm-hmm. In our pride. He makes it reasonable. Exactly. It, there's a yeah. rationale behind it. Yeah. To where now, well, I feel, I feel like if she, yeah. if she can't do this, that, and the fourth, <laughs> then she don't need me. Yeah, she, I'm not a man for her. Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't the one for her. <laughs> and it's like, Negro, if up, you bro. don't, 
if you don't learn that the way in which God has set your life up, what you think you deserve does not matter. Yeah. It's not it's not even I don't want to make it a relationship thing, but it's just one of the things that I see a lot on social media mm-hmm. is like what people think about relationships. But it, it's even with business. There yeah. are people who believe that their business should be a six figure business and your marketing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be a six-figure business and the quality of your t-shirt. Why can I see my tank top through my shirt? <laughs> through my shirt? Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so now there's been almost this insufficiency that we feel that in turn either makes us have low self-esteem or extremely arrogant. It it, it leads to the first problem is the lack of self-awareness. And we talk about this all the time. Yes. It's not knowing where you stand in your spiritual life. Yeah. But not knowing where you stand here. Like, you have to be rational about where you are. A lot of people in lessons in the Bible that I've read about have come from Jesus correcting the posture of somebody else. Yeah. Like, if you don't know where you are, you won't know where you fit. The, the biggest issue, I think, that I had to recently get over, and I'm seeing a lot of my own bros go through this, is... Knowing that there is a right place for you to do things and a right place for you to not do things. Like you have to to discern the people and the place around you. So if you are hanging around five or six idiots, you're the seventh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So you need to make sure that your self-awareness is coming from people that can teach you that. Like if you're if, if you're around people that don't understand their value, you will understand yours. Exactly. So you allow yourself to get ran over and then that comes to the issue with anxiety not having that confidence, not being able to do anything with your business. But when you study the Bible, you read what these lessons are teaching people, um, how Jesus conducted himself, what he said and how he said it. Yeah. You'll be able to conduct yourself in the same way. And I want to hit on that note that you talked about, understanding your value. Because I believe that there's a difference in fairly assessing a thing yeah, yeah. and then overly assessing a thing mm-hmm. and then underly, like yeah. under-assessing a thing. Mm-hmm. It, What I think people fail to realize is that anything that is above the assessment of yourself is pride, but also anything that is below the assessment of yourself is pride. We think that low self-esteem and arrogance are on two different sides of the spectrum, but no, they are the exact same thing just flipped. Yeah. All of it is pride. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's look at pride. What is the center letter in pride? P. I. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So the center of pride is yourself. So anybody who has an over-infatuation with themselves wrestles with pride. And anyone who who has low self-esteem wrestles with pride because the center of it is themselves. So if I if I am arrogant, it is because I have put a magnifying glass on all of the good things that I like about myself. Yeah. If I have low self-esteem, it is because I put a magnifying glass on all of the things that I despise about myself. Both of those things are still arrogance mm-hmm. because you assume that the way in which you are is an issue. Yeah. Anybody who assumes that the way in which they are created is a problem is an individual who believes that they know they know what's right. Mm-hmm. And that's not the only one who knows what's right is him. Mm -hmm. So now you are upset at God for creating you in a way. Or now. Now the means that you use 
is the only thing that you love about yourself. So now it's just like it's just like your dominant hand, right? The hand that you write with is going to be stronger than the hand that you don't mm-hmm. because it's the one that you use the most. Yeah. And people who 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 love the good parts of themselves are underdeveloped just yeah. as well as people who love the bad sides of themselves are underdeveloped. They have. <laughs> OK, they have people who don't like things about themselves have what I like to call. Overdeveloped humility. Mm-hmm. People who only highlight the bad about themselves have taken a principle and distorted it. They have taken what it means to be humble and perverted it. Mm-hmm. People who like, who over overemphasize the good areas of themselves are people <laughs> who have over overemphasized self-worth. Yeah. So now they take everything that they see as good about themselves and only showcase that. But the goal is a balance. The goal is a mixture of both. Me knowing, hey, I don't suck. I'm actually, I am the righteousness of God. I am created in his image and according to his likeness. And me also knowing all men have fallen short of the glory of God. And finding a balance in that world of me knowing that I'm gifted, knowing that I'm anointed, knowing that I'm called, and still knowing that I have shortcomings and blind spots, mm-hmm. and finding that sweet spot of me saying, although both of these are true, God is still good. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. The moment I step into pride is the moment my eyes come off of him. The moment my eyes shift from him is the moment that my heart falls into pride. Yeah. Because now I believe that I no longer need him. Yeah. You got to consistently check your own posture. Uh-oh. Like consistently. As, as much as as much as I would love to say that you can trust your instincts, you cannot trust your instincts. Now, there there's something called discernment. And people say that they, it's the same thing. I, I personally don't believe discernment and instinct is the same thing. Instinct comes from what you feel. Discernment comes from God. Mm-hmm. That's two completely different things. I think when when you're able to discern what you're strong and what you're weak at, you could, you know you should always be a student, but you know when to shut up. Yeah. You're like, there's a lot of people that just don't know when to shut up. Like, if I know that there's five or six people in the room with me that know way more than I do, I'm not going to say a word. I'm going to sit and listen to what they have to say. But the bigger issue with pride is, is coming from knowing that you don't know. Yeah. Like, it, that's straight up ignorance. And it's it's sad to say, but... I'm just getting over this. It's where I'm I'm getting to the place where I just want to be a student. Yeah. I just want to be a follower of the right person, of the right group, of the right people. And it, it's, it's gotten to the point where I see certain people only take advice from certain people. And that's cool, but you can learn from a lot of different people. Um, discernment is, is cool to have, but when you distort discernment, that, that comes from pride. You think yeah. you know more than the Holy Spirit knows. Yeah. So when you're driven by the Holy Spirit, you'll never fail that way. Um, the, the bigger issue with a lot of people that's my age, 25, 24, 26, coming around that age, is we're becoming real adults now. Yeah. And we're becoming to the point where we're trying to find our own way. When recently I've dropped everything. I said, God, your will be done. Yeah. I will drop my plans just so I won't fail. When you're with, with you, if you're with God and you're in his will, you will not fail. The discernment will only get stronger from there. Yeah. 
I think for me, if I'm just honest about where I see the issues and the blind spots in our generation, it stems from it stems from a generation of individuals who wrestle with a a new level of idolatry. Yeah. Like we have we have just become extremely idolatrous. We have become idolaters of ourselves, idolaters of the opinions of others, idolaters of fame, of money. You always cross that line before you think you did. And so it it doesn't take much leeway for you to get there. It genuinely takes one wrong thought, one unsubmitted thought. Mm -hmm. I made this post a couple days ago. I was like, and a thought that is not subjugated will ruin your life. Oh, yeah. Because any oh, yeah. thought that you have that you do not tame, that off. you do not take hold of, mm-hmm. it will just plant a seed in your head that you now have to live with. And so if we do not take the thoughts captive yeah. that are sprouting pride, that are sprouting mm-hmm. arrogance, that are making us think, well, yeah. this was actually me that was able yeah, to do this. Yeah. It, was, it yeah. was my personality or my charisma that got me in this room yeah. or my looks or my whatever the case may be, my money, my time, mm-hmm. my gift, my ability that did this for me. The moment that we believe that that is the case and not the grace and the anointing of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. then we have stepped into a dimension of, of becoming idolaters of ourselves. We have stepped into a dimension of falling under the same scheme that Satan did. Yeah. And so we will we will essentially experience the same thing that Jesus talks about when he says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Yeah. Because pride will always come before a fall. Mm-hmm. The moment that I start to operate in arrogance, the moment that I start to operate in assumption, because that's all arrogance is. All arrogance is is an assumption. And so the moment that I start to think that I know, mm-hmm. Is the moment in which God will say, okay, how about you sustain it? it. (laughs) Because he is the only one that can sustain the thing. And so if we don't sort of dial ourselves back and reel ourselves in and say, okay, I know that I believe that I'm gifted. I'm called. I'm anointed. I have money. I have relationships and connections. I have a, a good personality or whatever the case may be. The moment we say, okay, I know all of these things about myself. And those are great. I still have to call on something that's greater than me. Absolutely. The scripture says that your gift will make room, room for you. you. Absolutely. But your gift can make. Okay, here we go. Your <laughs> gift can make room for a room that character will keep you in. Uh, yeah, exactly. You have to have the ability to say, okay, I know my gift can get me in here. Mm-hmm. But it is my character that will sustain me right, here. Right. And so the moment that arrogance steps in is the moment that my character is faltered off. But I'm done. I got to shut up. No, so you, <laughs> you, you're hitting the, the, the nail on the head. But I think the root is realizing that, I hate to go here with people, spiritual is stronger than the carnal. No. It ain't even close. When I say it ain't even close, you realize everything comes with spirits. Everything, every person, every song, every place, every being comes with something. 
whether that's Jesus or not, it's coming with something. So Talk I, about I, it. I believe if you surround yourself with people that are demonic, that do have demons, or people that, you, you kind of have to understand that anxiety, depression, these are demons. These these are demons. This isn't anything that's God-given. God would not give the, give you these things. Yeah. He's allowed Satan a certain amount of, of power restricted to do things to test you. And if you're if you're in a place where your anxiety won't even let you realize that your 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 burden has no end at all, yeah. and I think until you realize that the spiritual is a lot stronger, you won't be able to, to fight your your, your carnal. Um, <clears throat> the, the bigger thing is that it happens before we see it. Things happen in the spiritual before it happens in the carnal. Yeah. Um, and that's when you feel discernment. Things in your spirit will be off before it happens. God will give you dreams and visions before it happens. And I believe that people that aren't tapped in with God are going to suffer in that area yeah. because they're so focused on the carnal and how they feel about things that they can't tap into the spiritual. What helped me tap in a lot to that was stopping a lot of things that was hindering me from connecting with God the way I needed to. Yeah. And I thought I was connected before, but I was still doing things that was holding my spirit man back. And of course, I still fall short, but there's something called habitual sin. So where you know what you're doing is wrong, but you continue to do it because you're carnal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So God will pull certain things and wait for certain things until you stop doing certain things. Smoking, homosexuality, drinking, uh, per perversion, anything of that nature, any sexual immorality. There's no sin that's greater or less than the other. But there are things that will stop you from growing in your spirit, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you got you to gotta understand that everything is everything's spiritual. Every little thing spiritual. There's a reason I don't play R&B no more. There's a reason I don't play hip hop anymore. There's a reason I'm only in church now. It's because that is what's feeding my spirit, man. Everything comes with spirits. Like any any music turns on that's not in church. Any hip hop turns on. Any R&B that turns on, it immediately changes the mood in the world. Yeah. It does not matter where you are. You go to church and you sit and you worship. That feeling of true worship versus the feeling of a party is not even close. So when you when you understand that the spiritual is a lot stronger than the carnal, you you'll start to get it. You'll start to get it. Okay, all right. Let me let me <laughs> let me go here. Let me go here. Let me find it. Let me find it. Mike, you you you're in the vein, my brother. <laughs> this is First Samuel, chapter fourteen. Chapter 16, verse 14. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul. Mm -hmm. And a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. Mm. And Saul's servants said to him, Behold now, a harmful spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skillful in playing the lyre. And when the harmful spirit from God is upon you, he will play it and you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, provide for me a man who can play well and bring him to me. Mm -hmm. One of the young men answered, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing a man of valor, a man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, a man of good presence. And the Lord is with him. Therefore, Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me David your son who is with the sheep. And so that, and then he ended up sending for David. And then, and then I want to, I want to read us one more passage of scripture. First Samuel 
chapter 18, verse 6. As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistine, the women came from all of the city singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourine, songs of joys, and with musical instruments. And the women sang to one another as they celebrated. Saul has struck down his thousands, but David his ten thousands. And Saul was very angry. And this saying had displeased him. Verse 9, and Saul eyed David from that day forth. The next day, a harmful spirit from God rushed upon Saul. So Saul is being tormented by this spirit. Calls out for David. So that David can now loose him and deliver him from the spirit that is tormenting him. And then the moment in which David actually has a victory and kills Goliath and people are celebrating the fact that he has killed Goliath. Mm -hmm. Saul now is eyeing David to kill him. See, we were gonna do a pod on spiritual warfare, and so we go, we gonna have to dab, yeah. we gonna have to dabble into this just a little bit, though. Uh, see, because Mike is right, everything is spiritual, and so if I'm not operating from the Holy Spirit, I am operating from a spirit. If I'm not operating from the Holy Spirit, I am operating from a spirit. So I have to be cognizant of what spirit I am acting acting out of and see Saul he's wrestling he's being tormented by this spirit not realizing that the same spirit that is tormenting him he is operating from David is delivering him playing the harp delivering this man from the spirit that is tormenting him and now the same person who is helping you you mad at I don't know what is pride more than that for you to get angry at someone who is helping you because you are jealous of their anointing Jealous of their grace. Well, I think I deserve that. Well, you killed thousands. Yeah. Now you mad because he killed tens of thousands? Yeah, that's crazy work. <laughs> you got 10,000 followers. Now you mad because God gave someone 100,000? Yeah, that's crazy. Pride. What is the spirit that you're operating from? Because there is a spirit that pride has attached to itself. And the moment you allow yourself to become entangled with that spirit, there is a level of deliverance that you now need from it. The moment in which pride comes into you, Mm -hmm. you now have to be aware of that. And now you have to now go through the process of grievance Mm -hmm. so that you can experience humility. Yeah. Golly, there's there's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. Once you let something in... Oh God! Oh God! Woo! Oh that God. detachment process is so difficult, and this is why I tell all my brothers, and this is veering off a little bit. Be careful who you sleep with, bro. That soul tie is real. It is talk about real. It. Now I have a past on me, and I y'all can take that how y'all want to take it. <laughs> However, I am I'm the way I am. No, I can't. I am the way I am today for a reason. I've been through enough. I, I don't need I don't need attachments. I don't need things that's not meant for me. And especially a lot of that's operating off of what you feel is okay. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to not know, but once you learn, that's when God holds you accountable. Yeah. He doesn't hold you accountable for things you don't know until you know it, you know, and, and then you have to ask forgiveness, go through that process with that person, reach out to that person, ask them for forgiveness. There's a lot to that. 
But when you are in God's will, when you are really, really being careful about what you're doing, there's there's a lot less of a chance you'll have spirits jumping on you. Yeah. You know, from random people. Soul ties doesn't bring just a body. It brings a lot more than just a body. It starts in the spiritual first. And then you got a lot It brings a body it. and some baggage. Some baggage for sure. Everything and every person that person has slept with, you're gonna feel it for sure. For sure. Okay. Where are we at, Jaden? Last thing I'll say, and then I think we got to wrap. 25. Yeah, we, okay. Last thing I'll say, and then we got to wrap. Uh, if, here we go. There's a story that I think we've talked about it on the pod before. Jesus starts to talk about the story about this man who, who was possessed by some spirits. And then this one spirit leaves. And the house, the, the man the house that is described yeah. is empty, swept, put in order. Then the spirit leaves, go get seven more spirits that are like itself and bring it back into this place. Mm-hmm. Because although the spirit had lived there, once the spirit had departed, the house was still empty. The house had not been filled. And so protection against any spirit that is not like God is by, is by being filled with his Holy Spirit. You have to be filled with his spirit so that the spirits that have left you do not come back, mm-hmm. do not, not come, come back, back more yeah. than what they left mm-hmm. with. It's not enough just to get delivered from a spirit, but it, but it has to be now replaced with the Holy Spirit. So once you lose a spirit of pride, You now have to fill yourself with his Holy Spirit so that humility can flow from you. You now have to fill yourself with his Holy Spirit so that the fruits of the Spirit can be evident in your life. And so pride is not only an emotion or a feeling, but it is a spirit that you have to that you have to battle with, that you have to kill. (laughs) Because there are moments where if I'm just honest. That my pride feels justified. My arrogance feels justified and I have to take that feeling and still kill it. it I have to take that feeling and still cut it. Yeah, it's it's a natural feeling to have. It's a very fleshy thing to have is confidence. Um, That's led too far. Um, Confidence is, is, don't get me wrong, it is important to have because God wants a very bold soldier. However, that bold soldier cannot be illiterate and he cannot be illiterate. Know what you are doing. Yeah. Do not go in this world not knowing how to conquer it. If you want to know the enemy, you got to know his offense first. Yeah. If you know how to, def- if you want to know how to defeat anything, you got to know how he, how he, de- how he attacks. But I think the bigger thing is is knowing that you don't know everything. Yeah. There's gonna be so much when you when you twice the age you are today that you still do not know. My my father is still is a, a pastor, but he's still one of the most humble people I know because he understands he does not know everything. There's yeah. a lot that he needs to learn, but there's a lot that he's come from. So know your growth, but know that you still have a long way to go. It's definitely a process. Um, I agree. I think we I think we got to dive into this a little bit more. Um, Spiritual warfare is a whole other. Yeah, it's a whole nother pod. I kind of want to unravel that. I have a specific guest in mind for that podcast, actually. Um, I have two. Two. You might have to make it a series, bro. Bro. 
this entire season might have to be dedicated to spiritual warfare. Bro, don't tempt I me. I can easily bring in like two or three people. Don't tempt me, bro. We might have to do that. Yeah. It's a lot of time. All right. Let us know in the comments <laughs> if, if you think that spiritual warfare should be a subject that we tackle. Maybe we make it its own separate thing. Maybe we make them like yeah. exclusive episodes or because whatever the case may be. Once y'all say yes. Once y'all say yes, we're getting back on our Duffy. Um, I missed y'all like crazy. I'm so glad to be back. Listen, if you liked this podcast, leave us a like, leave us a comment, leave us a review. If you on Apple or Spotify, rate us. We would love to see it. I still go back and I look at every last one of them. Uh, it means the world to me. If you're on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe to the pod. Leave us a comment so I can so I can see what y'all think and y'all feedback. We've been gone for a little minute, so I would love to see y'all thoughts. Tag us. Follow Mike on Instagram, Mike Harris Official. Follow me on Instagram, Jay on China. Follow Eat the Scroll. And um, I will see y'all in the next episode. I love you. Peace.